everybody, welcome to a very special exclusive of the Cyber Shindig podcast. Um, if you're listening to this, it's the new year. It is actually the new year now, too. Mike's gone. Mike's in New Orleans right now. Or he, I think he's actually coming home. My timeline is so fucked. So this, this is what happens when we get hit with Christmas and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all that good jazz. It just completely like throws me through a loop. I don't know where I am or what time it is or what day it is or if I have to work in the morning or not. It's just all jazzed up. And uh, I'm kind of trying to get back on <clears throat> on schedule here. Um, this is episode 71. I wanted to do an exclusive. I'm, I'm doing a solo pod, you guys. I've been meaning to try this out to see if it works, see if I can handle it or not. Um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Mike is, in New, Mike is on his way back from New Orleans. He uh, he survived surprisingly. He survived. He's um, alive and well. I spoke with him via the Snatch Chat, as the kids say. Uh, the other day, he messaged me. I was like, "Bro, after uh, after New Year's Eve, I think it was New Year's Day." I messaged him. I was like, "Dude, are you alive?" I was like, "Did no did Nola kill you, or did Nola take your soul, or whatever the fuck?" But um, he is alive and breathing, and hopefully, uh, hopefully home by now. I think he he was supposed to land in the evening today. Um, it is Thursday, January second. We're coming in hot. I'm coming into the new year like a hot fucking mess. Um, everyone talks about how like new year, new me, and everyone like sets these crazy unrealistic goals. And like, man, that is just not. That's never been for. I've never been like about that. I've always been. Like I've 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 set goals in the past, but they've I don't know I I feel like you need to take smaller steps. Like everyone's just like really out like they just need to take baby steps. You know what I mean? It's crazy. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds, or I'm gonna do all this crazy shit. I'm gonna I don't know, make a million dollars, which is cool. It's good to have. I feel like it's good to have high hopes sometimes. But that's not for me. I'm like, hey, maybe I should uh, stop spending so much money. Maybe I should go into the gym a little bit more. Start really watching what I eat because I kind of do, but not really. I don't know. It's uh, it's how like Lent is too. I feel like people just go nuts, and they're like, I'm not eating any fucking chocolate or any of this crazy shit. I'm not kissing my girlfriend. I don't. I don't. I'm fucking no. And it's like, okay, bro. Um, it's just. I don't even know how long Lent is, <clears throat> but I feel like your goals for for the new year are always insane. And I love, I love the oversaturation of social media posts of people like, dude, it is fucking insane. The other day, I no joke saw at least six people with engagement photos on Facebook. Another like 20 are having kids that they've been keeping secret till now. And now I get to see your fucked up ET sonogram of your little alien child. I'm just kidding. I really actually don't give a fuck, but good for you guys if you are <laughs> going into the new year with a new child. Um, <clears throat> it's it's crazy. It's just like too much. Like if I were to personally, this is just me. If you, this is just me. If I were going to a ask someone to marry me, b announce big news like a child coming into the world or, or a new job or something along those lines, I probably wouldn't go with the first 
of the year because at this point in our lives, I feel like this point, I feel like all the time, but now we're just seeing it more because it's online. This At this point, it's just like everything's so oversaturated. It's not original anymore. And it's just like, all right, cool. Like I've seen, it just takes away from it because everyone else is posting and announcing news on the first, which if you did, I'm glad for you, whatever, nothing against you, but <clears throat> I don't, I, it's just not something I would do, I think. And I think that's what I want to do this year too. One of my personal goals was just be more, have like my own opinion of things and not be so afraid to share things, not just on the podcast. I'm talking like in general, I'm such just like an a easygoing guy that rather than like try to maybe, um, voice an actual opinion, I just kind of go with the flow. I'm like, whatever the fuck, you know, it's just, it's tough sometimes. I, I don't know. That's just the type of person I am, but, uh, maybe be more genuine, I guess, of a person, um, rather than just talk about the weather. And, uh, um, I don't know. I've always been raised to like, not raised, but just like in my life or family or kind of even with friends, like we never really sweated, like talking about, um, politics or like religion kind of not, but not really, but just like hot button topics. But I think those really do need to be talked about more. And I think there is room to joke about things like that too. There's always fun to be poked at back and forth. I don't know. It's crazy. So that's what I kind of want to do this year is just be more, have, have an actual voice and have an actual opinion about things and not be afraid to share that shit. You know what I mean? Um, I'm currently drinking a Coors Light for those of you guys. Wondering at home, it is nice. Um, oh yeah, um, my holiday kind of went off the rails as far as like food and boozing and just not getting enough sleep. I hunted a few times. I'll probably, um, I don't know. I was debating on whether I wanted to share with you guys my Christmas stuff or should I if I wanted to wait for Mike. But I think I'm going to share a little bit of it because Mike's going to have all sorts of really cool stories and fun topics to share about his crazy trip to New Orleans because he was out there with the witch doctor performing voodoo on um, little dolls of like Roe and Clayton. It was crazy. He sent me videos. It was really nuts. <clears throat> he was like pricking them with like little needles and shit and like burning. I don't know. I, I, we'll just wait till he gets here to tell you guys. So whatever. But yeah, this is just going to be like a quick little low key. I wanted to keep you guys like, I didn't want to leave you in the dark too long because the last episode was episode 70 and that was before Christmas. And now it's, we're into January. Now we're into 2020. A whole decade has passed since 2010. Um, and I was thinking about that 2010. I was a sophomore in high school, I believe, because it's weird. My class um, every year, like 2003, I was in third grade, 2004, I was in fourth grade. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, it it, it couldn't have worked out better for my dumbass because I'd be like, wait, what year was that? Like, where was I in school? What was I? Yeah. So when I tell my kids or grandkids, it'll be super easy for me to just kind of recall what grade I was in just based on the year. Nice. Um, but for those of you guys just mourning Mike not being here for this episode, um, it's not all for not, I guess, because uh, he's here with us in spirit and via um, via audio chunks. Mike, how do you think I'm doing so far, bud? You got it. It's appealing. I can see why you just keep doing it. Yep. Okay. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, dude. 
I appreciate the input, Mike. Um, yeah, but um, I don't know. Today I was uh, I was driving around for work, and uh, I was swinging through, and I had a sandwich for lunch, but I was still kind of hungry, and I was like, I didn't pack anything else because this is like my first two days back, technically since well, since Monday I was just at at the office, not really doing shit. And I swung by a Popeye's. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I'm kind of hungry still. And I like looked to see how crazy busy they were going to be. And there was no one fucking there. I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, the chicken sandwiches are probably just be rolling out of this place. It was over in, um, over in, where was I? University Park area in Illinois, if anyone's familiar with that. But there's a little Popeye's off the main drag there. And I swung and I was like, what better time to try out the new fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich? And I thought about it for a split second. And I was like, nah, I'm trying to watch what I eat. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going in there and getting my happy ass a chicken sandwich that everyone's been hyping up and talking about. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to get it. And I like... I like Snapchatted it to a few friends and I, I got it. It was four bucks just for, or five dollars just for the sandwich. So I wanted, honestly, all I wanted was like a few bites of it because I was at work and I didn't want to shit my pants while driving or working uh, because that's never fun. I didn't have my undies on or I didn't have extra undies on. I always wear undies. <laughs> um, So I swung in there, got a chicken sandwich. It comes in this like swanky ass bag too. And it says Popeye's chicken sandwich on it. So I, I get it, and I drive to my next account, and I, I'm in the parking lot, and I unwrap it like a sweet little Christmas gift. It's like when you're a kid on Christmas, and you know you got that Nintendo 64 underneath the tree, and you're just like slowly opening it, and the scent hits you, and I was like, holy shit, this is going to be good. Gonna, gonna be good. And I was definitely done being the nice guy after eating that chicken sandwich because that knocked my fucking dick in the dirt. My socks shot off my feet immediately. Dude, I opened this thing up. So if you like chicken sandwiches, you definitely need to try I just got the regular one. I didn't get the spicy one because, again, um, I, don't, I think I have some like, I think I have some like weird bowel, like IBS shit going on, which isn't fun. Um, but I, I just got the regular one. You're not going to like this. Uh, just a side note. You are not going to like this sandwich if you don't like mayonnaise. <clears throat> because I'm not a huge mayonnaise guy. And oh, buddy, do they put the fucking mayonnaise on the sandwich. Uh, it's just a giant chicken, fried chicken breast with two good ass, like, bu- like, a, like a bun that's a really good. And then just two pickles. I took the pickles off because fuck those things. And uh, I like whipped them on the ground and stomped them with my heel. But uh, I I took my first bite and I was like, oh my God. And um, I am a firm believer in the good Lord Popeye himself and his chicken. Uh, it is definitely worth trying. Um, like I said, you have to, you have, you really have to like mayonnaise though. I could have done with about half of the mayonnaise on this thing because it was like almost slippery in the, you know, like you have the two buns and the chicken on it and it's like sliding around too much and it gets really fucking messy. So it was a little tough to eat in the car, but man, I was glad I swung and I ate like half of it and just pitched the other half cause 
like I said, I wasn't looking to like fly into a speedway bathroom somewhere and just freaking demolish it. You know what I mean? So I gave that a go today and I was pretty happy. Honestly, I think it's better than any other chicken sandwich I've had from fast food restaurants. Like this one beat up Chick-fil-A pretty damn good. Like, I don't know, man. I think I think the year of 2019 is the year of the chicken sandwich. Like, everyone's... I heard that McDonald's might be coming out with some, like, competitive bullshit, like, chicken sandwich. They just uh, they just released a chicken biscuit again. It's like a McChicken biscuit, which kind of got my hopes up because... I think I talked about this already. I used to order... It used to just be called a chicken biscuit from McDonald's, and that was my go-to. It was just like a fat, like piece of chicken meat just deep fried on a biscuit and dude it was good but the mcchicken um the mcchicken like patties are like too thin they're just like i don't know it just tastes like a chicken patty from fucking school like back in elementary school you know i used to be that kid in elementary school well there was like a gang of us that that ran together that were just like the beefy boys and we would get like extra everything so we would get like extra fucking chicken sandwiches or chicken patties, extra mashed potatoes and gravy, and we double that dessert up, dude. I remember my bill being like easily around like eight or nine bucks, maybe. I can't remember how expensive school lunches were, but they were expensive. My mom was cutting checks for me like every two weeks for for uh, cafeteria food, which is insane. I don't. That's one thing I that you don't think about when you're like contemplating having kids like how expensive they can be but once they really get into like school like that man like that's just like an extra 25 bones it's probably even more now i don't know it's crazy um i know they do a lot of free lunches for kids in need but still it can't be it can't be that cheap you know what i mean i mean it's bullshit food that they give them at least i feel like at least in our town but I haven't had a meal from a school in a really long time, so I can't say that with confidence. Um, but I just don't see them serving um, elementary school kids five-star meals. <clears throat> what if they had uh, like a Michelin five-star like chef cooking at an elementary school one day? Or just for like a couple months and just got these... I bet, you know what? I bet they do that. Or they had, I'm sure a school has like some rad fucking mo- like meals like out west or something or like private elementary or like middle schools or even high schools, you know, like prep schools. They just get like bomb ass food, like lobster and like fucking steak and like Kobe, Kobe beef and all, all this really good stuff. Like, man, I don't know. I think I was, I've talked about, I think I was meant for that kind of living. Like when I went to that, uh, that, um, what do you call it? That country club. Dude, I could get used to that kind of treatment. I'm a man of luxury, I guess. Maybe that's what I was in my last life. Just like a big oil tycoon from the fucking 1900s or something like that. I don't know. Just kicked back, smoked cigars, and ate bomb food and drank and got wild. Probably. I don't know. Um, Christmas was wild, you guys. Uh, I hope you had a great Christmas. Mike, do you have a decent Christmas, uh, and New Year's? You gotta wipe that off with a little Clorox wipe, though, and then lick it. Oh. I'll remember that one, dude. Thanks. Wise words 2020. Uh, yeah, my Christmas was a little wild. 
Um, we do. The, we had to do like three days. I'm sure I'll like. I'm gonna briefly just just like talk about this to Mike, so I don't fucking like cover it twice because yeah, that's not fun. Um, what was it? Uh, Christmas Eve, we go to my grandma K's with just my mom's side, which is always fun because my cousin uh, just had a cu- super cute little baby girl, and she's like three. She was like two weeks old, I think. So we all got to hold her and feed her, and she was just a super good baby. And then my, um, and then she has a little boy that's about Joseph's age too. I think a year younger than Joseph. So they uh, were just hanging out playing, and Santa fucking came to town. I'm telling you, he showed up, and um, he came. Uh, we had a we had a Santa come with Miss Claus, and we got photos, and they gave candy canes, and I think little toys too, and stuff. So it was super fun. Um, it's crazy. I don't know. It really. Like, last year was weird. It didn't... Well, the last few years, honestly. Sometimes it doesn't feel like Christmas, and that's okay, I feel like. Um, and I think once you... Once you get back in the groove of doing Christmas with the younger kids again, it kind of sparks it back. Like, I was really... I don't know, not like... It was just really weird. It just didn't feel like Christmas. I just wasn't super, like pumped up on holiday cheer the past few years but now that i have like a little a nephew that's like into it and like santa's coming and all this and you know and all that jazz it's uh it's starting to feel like christmas again i think you guys um it's weird because that's how i felt the past three years it was just so strange like i it was just a weird christmas rut but um but it's i'm starting to get i'm starting to get my uh my holly jollies back here i think i'm not the scrooge anymore um I don't know. And then um, Christmas Day, we went to my dad's side, went up there. There was like, I think my dad's got like seven or eight brothers and sisters. It's a big, uh, it's a, he's got a big family, but a lot of them don't live in the area. So we went up there, exchanged gifts, did the whole dang deal. Um, It was fun. My nephew's there again. Um, Had some really awesome food. We catered food from somewhere, I don't know, some banquet hall, but it was pretty fucking stellar. Um. My grandma's, we ate a bunch of food from uh, a, a caterer actually in Cedar Lake here. And we had like chicken and all this. Cr- it was just like, dude, I am I easily, I'm sure I gained at least like eight pounds. Like I was at the gym today just trying to burn that chicken sandwich off I ate today. <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, it's been too much food this week or these past two weeks, I should say. It's been been way too much. I actually speaking of that chicken sandwich, I saw online somewhere there's a fucking porn on Pornhub where it's just this girl like agrees to have sex with this guy if he buys her a Popeye's chicken sandwich and then uses the chicken sandwich as a prop the entire video, which um pretty creative, I think. Popeye's uh their their PR team's really on the ball with the with the younger generation here in Pornhub, I think. It was <laughs> I said, I'm not, never mind. Yeah, it's, it's fucking funny. I don't know. But, uh, Christmas, we celebrate Christmas Day with my person, like my immediate family on the 26th every year, just because it's easier that way. So we have three days of Christmas and it gets a little nuts, but I really do look forward to our immediate family's Christmas just because that's our Christmas, you know? And, um, so we got my nephew, a bunch of really fun toys he left out cookies and milk and a carrot for every freaking reindeer. Um, yeah, he wanted to be very sure that all of Santa's reindeer had food and fueled up for the night. So 
Yeah. Um, I ended up giving him some like dinosaur book and like dinosaur little figurines and a Pokemon watch. He's super into Pokemon now, which Mike loves. And um, he actually, Joseph actually bought me Pokemon cards for Christmas. Pretty cool. Um, my parents ended up getting me this super cool little uh, practice amp for guitar, which is badass. It's a Vox. It's called a Super Beetle. It's a one ten inch speaker, so it's not bigger than. Oh, I'm trying to think. It's about as big as an iMac computer screen, like 22 inches, like just like a perfect rectangle. And then it's got this sweet, it's like a sweet little boutique, like vintage amp. And it's all solid state. This is like me geeking out for maybe one person that knows about amplifiers. I don't know. I think it's badass. It sounds like the cool old Beatles tone, like back in the day, kind of like crunchier, um, it's a sweet little practice amp, though. So I've been fucking around. I learned the other day. I think that's what I'm going to do, too, in 2020 is uh, definitely try to practice more guitar. Um, the other day, I sat down to fuck around with it, and I pulled up the tutorial to learn Slow Dancing in a Burning Room by John Mayer. And man, was that song hard to learn. I think I bit off a little more than I could chew, but I, I figured it out at the end. It took me about 40 minutes and it's just like a quick little lick. It's like boom, boom, but he doubles that up. So there's like two strings. So it's like a little cool little harmonic thing going on. I don't know. Listen to it. It's, it's pretty, it's rad, but it's a tough song to play. Anything John Mayer is tough. It's tough to play. Wouldn't you agree, Mike? Like they cut his balls off. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that dude. That is wild. John Mayer got his balls cut off? Fuck. Um, yeah. So uh, Christmas was good. New Year's was good. I just, honestly, I stuck around at the house. I didn't, I could have went to, I feel like, to a few different places. But man, I wanted to just like kick back, have a few beers, and just not worry about having to drive with all the crazies and all the cops and everything going on. Now, you know, New Year's Eve is always like, is not a good time to be driving at night. Um, so we ended up just like hanging out at the house. It was myself, my sister, my soon to be brother-in-law, Mitch, and then my dad and my mom. And, uh, my mom had like half a Corona, which is like feeling herself, dude. I'm telling you what she was getting down. We turned on some music. She was like dancing around a little bit. It was pretty funny. So we had a few beers. I took a tequila shot with my dad right after midnight. We banged pots and pans like right after or right as the ball dropped, I guess. It's like a weird thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's a Midwestern thing or if it's something that Polish people do or just my family do or what. But we go out and it's like the poor man's fireworks, I feel like. <laughs> you just go out and just slam some fucking pots and pans together with spoons and stuff, just be loud and annoying on New Year's. But we did have Roman candles, so we shot off a few of those, so it was a good time. Um, yeah, I had a few beers that night and we played some jackbox games on the tv with my parents and my sister and mitch so it was a good time it's been a good week it's been a busy week trying to get back in the swing of things at work i don't know um it's been it's been wild um yeah let me have a quick drink of beer here um so I didn't know how serious I was going to get on this podcast or not. I feel like with my, without Mike here, I'm just not as uh, goofy. I'm always just trying to like make him laugh or like break, like have him break on, on the podcast, which 
has always been something I've enjoyed doing is just making, um, like just be, being so ridiculous that people have to stop me. Like, what the fuck? Like, I just love getting a rise out of people, I think. Especially like family members and stuff, like my parents, my mom especially. I just, oh, she's, yeah. It's super easy to get a rise out of her too because she's old school. I'll just say some really fucked up things. She'll be like, oh my God. Or I'll like Snapchat or she's like, don't send that to anyone. Yeah. What do you think about that, Mike? Classic John. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Classic John. <laughs> Am I right? Um, no, I didn't know how serious I was going to get on this podcast. Um, these past two years, everyone's like talking about, to be, you know, in 2020s and new year, new me, that kind of deal. It's weird. Um, I, we started doing this podcast, I think, two years ago, and I came to Mike because I was really just fucking... I needed something to do, something that I really enjoyed. And uh, I always liked broadcasting, and I always had, like, this weird... I saw, I saw, I think it was a movie called Pirate Radio, or something along those lines. And it was, like, this really cool movie about these guys in, like, a ship in inner... inner I forget, in some, some crazy part of the ocean. Um, and they were, like, broadcasting, like, this badass rock and roll station on the airwaves. And um, it just seemed like so cool. And they were like super like they were like really interesting dudes that were just and, and I think there was girls on there. They were like disc jockeys and they were just like blasting out this really awesome music. And they were just kind of like underground and kind of cool. And I was like, man, that seems that seems something I, I'd like to do. Like, but I don't know if I'd like to be like an actual DJ, though. That'd be you have to be really on top of like new music and stuff, I feel like. But anyways, we started this podcast. I asked Mike, I think a maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, I think a year and a half, honestly, I can't remember, um, my memory has been shit, but, um, I asked, because I, I felt like I was just like, it was, it was after like a bit, I had just broken up with a girlfriend of like eight years, seven years, and I was just trying to fill that void with, with like anything I could that I really liked, so I did like, I tried out for a play, and I was in a play, and that was just like kind of more stressful, more work than I wanted at the time. Um, I started playing a lot more music, which was awesome. So I was glad that happened. I'm still doing that. Um, and then I was like, I should, I've got all the gear to do this fucking podcast. We might as well, like Mike and I have been friends for years. He's on top of things in like the video game world and stuff like that. And he can hold a pretty good conversation. And he comes at things with like a different point of view, which I appreciate. Um, so yeah, that's when like I we started it off and like I asked him, I was like, we should do a fucking podcast. He's like, that's a good idea. Um, but that was, like I said, that was like a year and a half ago. That was right after a breakup. So I broke up with a girl after seven years, I think. And I've never, I don't think I've ever talked about this. And I actually didn't even know if I wanted to talk about this, but, um, yeah, you guys are getting some hot tea here at the Cyber Shindig podcast. This only happens when Mike's not around. I don't like to talk about like super personal stuff because I don't know. Sometimes it can turn people off quick, but this is kind of cathartic for me to look at a little. Um, it's almost like a little therapy sesh, and I hope it's 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 interesting. So hold on to your fucking seats, guys and gals. Um, broke up with a girl like seven years. Um, if you were a close friend or knew anything about me, you probably knew who she was. Um, the same time, my sister broke up with her, or my sister's boyfriend broke up with her. Um, whatever, weird. Uh, we always would go on like double dates and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, they were, so they like knew each other pretty well, 
both of our significant others at the time. Let me take a quick sip of beer. Dude, doing all this talking fucking makes your throat super dry. Like, I don't get a chance to not talk when I'm doing this whole podcast. Mike, say something, would you? <laughs> yeah. It's like when we slap each other's butts. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Huh. Nice, dude. <laughs> so, my sister and I both break up with our significant others. This was probably about a year and a half, two years ago, too. Um, right around the same time. Um, and then, like, that was it's tough. Breakups are tough. Like, whatever. I got through it. Um, sucked a little bit. That's when I, like, started doing more stuff. And this is when the podcast kind of birthed. But... And then, like, I found out later that my significant other and my sister's significant other were dating. Pretty fucking cool, right? And I was like, that kind of, like, took me back another step. Like, I was slowly getting through it, like, slowly coping, slowly getting through it. Like, and then I get hit with that, like, a sack of bricks, dude. And it sucks. And, um... It took some time for me to get over that, too. Like, it really took some time. Like, that fucked me up because I was really good friends with her significant other. And I was like, that just, all these questions just start brewing in your mind when something like that happens. Because you're like, okay, was I cheated on? Like, was, what, what, what actually happened? You know what I mean? Like, you try, I try to, I tried to hold my ex in, a, in, in like a higher regard. Like I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be friends still. And um, I didn't really talk to her after we broke up. I think I messaged her like once after that. But, and after I learned that, I was like, oh, fuck these guys. What the, like, it still baffles my mind. But I, the only reason I'm talking about this is because I'm completely over it. I swear I'll, I'll, I'll tie it in somehow here for, uh, for like the new year. Um, Right, I found out that they were dating each other, and that really fucked me up. It like I don't know. It's just uh, it's just like right when you think that knife's coming out, someone twists it and stabs you a little bit harder, and that kind of fucked me up. And um, whatever, I start trying to like through during during this whole time, I'm like trying to get back into the dating world, which was weird and still is weird. And God bless to all of you in that same position that I was in. It sucks. It's not fun. Um, the internet kind of really fucked everyone up for dating, like, for good and for bad, I guess. It's like, I guess if you're just looking to get laid. Well, even then, I don't know. I don't know. It's not that great. Like, it doesn't work unless you're, like, in college, I feel like, on, like, a college campus. And you're really looking to just, like, roll the dice on sleeping with someone, I guess. Excuse me. So there I am with that knife getting nice and twisted up inside me. And that fucked me up for a little bit. But eventually, this is what it is. It's like, everyone's talking about how 2020 is like, they're, they've gone through so much in a year, and they're they're becoming a new person in the, in, the, in the new decade. And I don't think that if you were in the same boat as I was, I don't think it should have to be, you don't have to be a new, a completely new person in just a year. It's not like, like everyone goes through stupid bullshit. In one year, you're not going to be a completely new person. Uh, it's going to take a lot more time, I feel like, than that. Uh, it took me two... I'm still, like, kind of fucked up from it. And then, not long ago, I found out um, that my ex and my sister's ex are now... Any any guesses? Engaged. Crazy, right? It's pretty fucked up. 
But like I said, the whole moral, like the only reason I'm talking about it again is because I'm over it. I've never talked about it on air before. I never really, I don't like talking about this shit. And I think that's another thing I need to do in 2020 is just kind of be a better communicator, I guess, about feelings, which is weird. I feel like, I don't know if this is just a guy thing. Like I never really liked to share feelings. I was always just like, I wanted to have fun, jokey, like lightheartedness. But sometimes you just got to uncork all those bottled up feelings, I guess. I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's weird that I'm even sharing this with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it just for like the fucked up weird sake of everything. Um, Yeah. So they are, I found out they're definitely engaged, which is weird. But to recap, like I said, one year, you don't have to be a completely new person as you know, as people are saying they are online or whatever. Like, that kind of fucked me up. I was like, everyone's talking about how I, I appreciate, like, all the all the stuff people are posting, like, the, all the cool things they do. But in one year, you're not going to be a completely new person. It's going to take some time, especially if you're going through some bullshit. That's, that's the moral of the story. I wanted to share that hot tea. Um, I promise that'll be as uh, serious as I get here tonight. Everything else I plan on talking about is pretty lighthearted. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I'll definitely try some oysters. You ain't that important, bitch. Oh, okay. I'm not that important, bitch, I think is what he was about to say before I cut him off. (laughs) Pause for a quick Coors Light break. How come everyone always says that bossiness is like good leadership skills? I don't know if I believe in that or not. I think it's something like, I guess it's each situation. It's situational, right? But I don't know. So bossy, bossy. If you're bossy, you're just people are always saying like, yeah, they're good. Especially when it comes to kids, and I feel like especially when it comes to young girls. But if I'm quick in bed, does that mean I'm time efficient? I promise I won't ever say anything stupid like that again. Um, I met a dude at work not long ago who was like super against global warming and i was like this is another fun thing i have to sit through at work because i can't really give my actual opinion because there are customers um some dude was like yeah you know all this weird weather there everyone's talking about how it's global warming he's like i remember years ago i think he was an older dude See, I remember years ago, we had some weird weather, too. We got snowstorms a lot, and I was like, okay, dude, I think I'm pretty sure the ice caps are melting. I'm I'm pretty sure there's some smart people that are working on this and recording all this data that kind of know what the fuck they're talking about, bud. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I, I, still, I still don't know how there are people that can ignore, like, scientific fact. It blows my mind, I guess. But you know, all that shit that like, and and I pass, there's a, there's this Burger King in town all the time and they're always, they have their exhaust pointed up in the air and like, they're just suctioning all that fucking fried food smell out of Burger King into the atmosphere. That can't be good for good old ma nature, right? Like there's gotta be, like, like the, st- the steel mills are like, they, they get regulated and all that shit for like air pollutants. I wonder if I wonder if the old BK is destroying our atmosphere too with that sweet Burger King Whopper smell and those sweet fucking chicken fries. Dude, you want to talk about some good... Okay, 
in the chicken game, the good shit is chicken fries. Pretty much all you need to know is that Burger King chicken fries are fucking delicious. They might be my favorite thing from Burger King. And um that and if you if you ever get the chance, I don't even know I think this is on their menu still too. The rodeo burger. Dude, you wanna talk about some like awesome like drunk food? It's basically just like Burger King's cheeseburger. Instead of ketchup, they put barbecue and then they put onion rings on it. And it is like the perfect cheeseburger. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, honestly. Speaking of food, this air fryer, I think, might be the death of me. Because it is just too damn convenient. And I just keep buying bullshit food. And like late night, I can just fire this fucking thing up when I'm playing video games. And eat a whole bag of tater tots or pizza rolls. Not that I've never eaten a whole bag. Just you, you can get... I think it's a slippery slope, honestly, I, and I and I'm kind of like nervous for Mike. Uh, I I hope I I wasn't the undoing of Mike here when it comes to the fast or the the quick foods, because that shit will get you, right, bud? That's such a scare, dude. I know, man. It is fucking scary. I probably gained like four pounds from it, man. I don't know. It's nuts. Um. Anyways, uh, I wanted to help our listeners out in 2020. Um, so I went ahead and I made a list of people who can't be trusted in the year 2020. Um, and this is, uh, careful consideration and careful thought was put into this list. Um, so number one, don't trust anyone who doesn't like breakfast for dinner because they're fucking traitors. Yeah, I said it. If you don't like breakfast for dinner... You can go and get out. <laughs> I was at a family reunion once and we were like trying to put together a menu. And we were like, what about breakfast for dinner? And like everyone's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, was I adopted? This isn't my family. It's fucked up. Breakfast for dinner is solid. It is like perfect. Um, especially if you didn't have like a big breakfast that day already. You get some eggs, some bacon, maybe a couple waffles or pancakes in there. Yeah, call it a fucking day. Uh, don't trust used car car salesman, obviously. Unless you're a used car salesman, you're a good person, probably. I guess I don't know. Everyone's got a family to feed and whatever. Uh, don't trust ghosts in 2020 because those little fuckers will get you, man. They might be cursed or some shit. You might not, you know, you might not make it out of that one alive. Yeah, don't trust person who says Target instead of fucking Target and they get all cute they're like oh it's French owned company dude this is America just kidding no that's fucking annoying when people say Target though like serious and they're ser- people who say it and are serious about it and they aren't like sarcastic about it I hope uh, that might just be me who've heard that uh, don't trust the pizza delivery guy alone with your girl or guy, I guess. I don't know. These are... It's 2020, so, you know, you never know. Uh, don't trust hardcore bird watchers. Those people scare the shit out of me. They're going out there. They get all this gear and shit. They got all their binoculars. They go out in the woods with, like... I just picture, like, a husband and wife just cooked out of their mind. Like, they just need an excuse for time to get out of the house. Like, away from their shitty family or kids or something. So, like, where to go look at these robins that 
are super, you know, that are just in this one fucking area way out in Alaska. Yeah, don't trust them. Don't don't let them lure you back to their bird watching home because they probably want to show you some some photos and video montages of of birds they found and then just murder you afterwards. So don't do it. Uh, don't trust guys under fifty in Canadian tuxedos. That's a big one. I want to say that again. Don't don't go trusting guys under fifty in Canadian tuxedos because they don't get to wear that. That was never a thing, and it shouldn't ever be a thing, unless you're like the front man of like a folk band. Don't wear a fucking Canadian tuxedo. Um, my dad's my dad's allowed to because he's like almost seventy. He he lived in the area where where it was cool and like acceptable socially to wear a Canadian tuxedo. Like, yeah. So don't be fucking wearing a Canadian tuxedo. There's no reason for that much denim. Understand? Um, don't trust Nicolas Cage because he tried to steal the Declaration of Independence. Obvious one. Also, don't trust anyone affiliated with Nicolas Cage because they're on his side. I heard something the other day. I don't know how true this is, but I heard that he was up for one of the Batmans. I don't know which movie. Don't add me. I don't fucking know. Uh, but man, that would have been a doozy of a movie, I feel like. It's wild. Uh, don't trust toddlers because they're tricky and shifty and little fucking germ carriers. I don't need to say anything more about that. Oh, don't trust anyone who says their parents are their best friend. That screams trouble right there. I don't care how close you are with your mom or your dad. They're not your friend. They're your parent. If they're treating you like their friend, you guys got some issues that need to be sorted out, bro. Uh, don't trust lonely axemen, obviously. And don't trust Guy Fieri. I don't care how good his hamburgers are. That dude's stuffing bodies underneath his fucking house. For sure. Behind those sunglasses are some devious little beady fucking possum eyes that feed on blood. And he probably mixes in like freaking chopped up body parts and stuff into his like meats and like he's like here's some ravioli I'm taking you to Flavortown and inside his head he's like eat the fucking corpses of my <laughs> my victims or some shit I don't know and he's driving around that dumbass car crazy that's my list of uh, people you shouldn't trust in 2020 I just want to make sure you guys are starting off on the right foot um, because you don't want to waste your time with these crazy folk, you know what I mean? So don't do it. Hey, you guys remember um, back in the day when you, when cell phones were just popular, you could change your setting on your phone so you could like buy a call tone pretty much, which I think they need to, I don't know if they do this anymore. I, they probably, they have to. They need to bring it back if they don't. There's like call tones. So like I would call my buddy and he paid for like yellow cards, um, what was it? Uh, I forget what it was. It was like, if I could find you now, things would get bad. I would call them and there'd be like a shitty version of that would play while instead of like a ringtone, like instead of hearing beep, beep, it'd just be like rock and yellow card. It was pretty cool actually. And I think it was kind of expensive because not too many people had it. 
and it was usually people with like nice ass like like the flip like this the sidekicks remember the sidekicks how cool those were in like the early 2000s well mid 2000s probably fuck man the old sidekick that thing was huge but it was so sexy like when you flip it up it'd be like and have all those keys on it dude you could you could do some massive text on that bad bitch that's for sure <laughs> speaking of text i don't know why i just thought of this i don't think i've ever talked about this we used to do this devious little thing called text bombing and it's like an app or something that you would do i think it's an app and you would download it and you would just literally send you would go in the settings of the app type in a message and and like adjust the amount of text you want to send at once so we would do it to people and just like we did it to row and he had like a nokia flip phone and it, bra- it it broke his fucking phone pretty much for like two days. He had to like put it in his basement so it wouldn't receive cell service and like turn it off because it was just like like thousands. Of, I think we did like a thousand texts to his little shitty phone, and it just like shit its pants. Like his phone just like shit its little like cellular pants. I don't know. It was crazy. Um, pretty nuts. The old text bump. We uh, yeah, we got in some real trouble with those bad boys. That's for sure. Fun times. Fun times. Um, also, I went to the Minute Clinic. Remember when I was there and I almost had herpes? That was fun. That was a good time. Everyone got a good kick out of that at my expense. Don't worry, I'm just dying of throat freaking diseases. My family's laughing at me. Thank God Thank God, I didn't have herpes. You know how bad that would be? You know how bad I would feel if I had herpes? Like... Two day, three days. No, it was a week before Christmas, and I get, and I would have hurt. Yeah, fuck that. No, but like the minute clinics are fucked up because you never know what doctor you're gonna get. It's like the old chat roulette of like doctors, pretty much. Which chat roulette? Honestly, I haven't been on in a hot second. I might hop on tonight, see what kind of actions brewing over there. I had some good nights on chat roulette. I'm telling you guys. I want to do it one time where I have like a group of people over and just have chat roulette on a computer in the background like hooked up to a TV. Just chilling out because I've seen guys do that. And it's just like a party kind of thing. I don't know. I'm probably the only one who thinks that's funny or fun or I don't know. It's fucked up actually. So, Right, Mike? Bitch. I mean, that's a lot going on, dude. Yeah, you're probably right. Mike's always right even when he's not here. That is too much shit. I don't know. Um, anyways, I don't know, guys. I just wanted to get on here and and say what's up and see how your guys' year was, let you know what's going on in our live. I went hunting a few times, shot a buff or shot a golden eye the other day with Cole. He's getting it mounted. That's pretty cool. We each shot we each shot at it and killed it. So it was a beautiful bird. I think I posted a I think I did I post I don't think I posted anything online. I don't know. I was I'm conflicted with posting wild game photos that I take on and like putting them online because I don't know, not everyone likes to see that. But Instagram I feel like is doing this cool thing now where you can like it's like sensitive content and you can like push to see it or not. So that way I just don't like completely take my followers by surprise and post like a bunch of dead ducks and they're just like, "Oh shit, I didn't want to see that." I'm like, "Well, sorry." I guess. I don't know. That might just be me overthinking things. But I don't know. I think it's um, because I, I felt like I have a few followers that are, are like vegan and like super into animal rights and all that stuff, which is fine. 
but I just I just feel bad because like I'm super into hunting and stuff too, and I like to share some things that I that I get out in the old wild. Um, my brother-in-law was trying to talk me into buying a crossbow for next season for deer that my dad and I can share. He's like, you can get one for like four hundred under four hundred dollars. But it's like I feel like the crossbow users are kind of like looked down upon in the archery, in the archery world because it's like too easy. Maybe I don't know. The only reason, so like, firearm season is only like a couple weeks here. It's like two or three weeks, I think. But bow season is like two or three months. I'm pretty sure it's pretty long. But yeah, so that that'd be kind of cool. I don't know if I could sit. I don't, I, you just sit there all day hoping to get one animal. Like, I like duck hunting because it's like, you, if you get a good day, you're getting consistent action. Like, you're getting, like, a couple volleys of shots every, like, 20, 30 minutes or so. Like, you're getting ducks to come in, working them. You can talk loud. You're out there with friends. Deer hunting is very solitary, I feel like. Which I understand why people like it because it's relaxing. You're out in, the nat- out in nature by yourself. But I don't know, man. It's Some things just aren't for me. Like marathons and uh, like running events and like tough mutters and shit like that. But I could change my mind. Probably won't, but I it could. Ha- I mean, it could happen. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Mike, what do you think, bud? No wonder you got herpes. <laughs> yeah, so true, dude. So fucking true. Oh, guys, on that, I think we're gonna end the episode. Um, like I said, I just wanted to give you guys a quick little shout out and see what was going on. And let you know what happened uh, the past few days for me and Christmas and stuff. Mike will be back. I think sometime next week we'll be shooting a traditional Cyber Shin Dig podcast. Uh, Clayton sent me a Snapchat video of Colby wearing <laughs> one of our fuck up shirts where it said Cyber Shin Ding, and I was like, dude, that's a uh, that's a that's like a one of a kind deal. There's only like four of those made, and he got two of them. I think I got a sweatshirt. My mom got a sweatshirt, and Colby and Clay both have a shirt. So, uh, you're welcome. Um, we are. Oh, some exciting news. Some ex- very exciting news, actually. We have a brand new video camera, which I will be using on the next episode of the podcast. It's a pretty sick little JVC, JVC 4K uh, camcorder. I did my research, I did my homework, swooped it. Scooped it, swooped it, whatever, but pooped it, and uh, it shoots 4K, which I probably won't use because that would take up way too much space on the memory cards and shit, but it's going to be an HD. It's going to be a lot easier. We're going, I'm pretty sure we're going to be um, starting a Dungeons and Dragons YouTube series specifically, um, or just found online, just for just on video. We're not going to podcast it, I don't think. It's just going to be something fun to watch online. Um, and I'm not sure how often or how many episodes, but I, this is something I've really wanted to do for a long time. And I think 2020 is going to be our year, baby. So keep an eye out for that. You can, as always, call into the podcast at 219-552-1128 or email us at cybershindig at gmail.com. Um, let us know how your year's going. Uh, maybe some fun New Year's resolutions. Oh, dude. Did you guys see this fucking before I leave? This will be the last thing I talk about because this is the funniest fucking thing. Did you guys see the video of the Pope? The Pope freaking, there's she's like, you know, doing his thing, shaking hands like a gentleman and shit, like a fucking doctor, just shaking hands with like 
putting his hands on everyone who wants to and then like he goes to turn away and there's one woman who is not who is not shaking his hand who's like next in line but he didn't have time or something like he needed to go she grabs his hand and starts like grabbing him and pulling him towards her dude the pope did not like that smacked her (laughs) he was probably like so fed up with like i'm sure he deals with bullshit too and like he he's the he can't do he can't like i don't know he can't be like that in public because of the the social i don't know the people would think poorly of him and it's probably not good for his image to be like smacking women's head but he was pissed off man and i've i from what i've heard i've been like a pretty not that i'm like super huge in catholicism but from what i've heard he is like uh a pretty good pope for our time like he's doing some pretty cool shit but that i don't know he might have just made it made it up a few more notches in my book after that video because it is so damn funny this woman grabs his hand He's not having it. Smacks her like twice on the wrist and like gives her a stern look and like walks away. And she's just like, imagine being that lady, the lady that got smacked by the fucking Pope. Like how, like, yeah, that starting off 2020 strong. Talk about like having a shitty start of your year. That's going to be a tough one to dig, dig yourself out of. I feel like, and millions of people saw this. And if that is like your, your guy, man, they say not to meet your heroes though. So you fucked up. Guys, thanks again for listening. I hope this wasn't too serious, too boring, um, whatever. It's just something I wanted to do because it's been too long and it's kind of fun. Um, Yeah, like I said, follow us online. Give us some ratings and reviews, buy our merch, all that good jazz. Um, We'll be back next week with a traditional podcast so you can catch us then, baby. Happy 2020. We'll see you later.